I've spent the last 12 years as a digital marketing strategist and done-for-you service provider to businesses all over the world. I've learned from the best and applied what works, and I had the battle scars to prove it. And now you can tap into that wisdom and take your business to the six-figure mark and beyond. Welcome to the Crush It Offline podcast. I'm your host, Chris Smith, here to peel back the curtain on what it took to scale the six-figure mountain, from the crushing pitfalls to the exhilarating highs. Follow me as I share real-world tips and tricks and pick the brains of elite-level experts in the digital marketing world. This is the Crush It Offline podcast. What is going on, everybody? It's CrushItOffline.com podcast time. All right, today's episode is called Overcoming Procrastination. Um, this whole um, episode was kind of spurred by something that happened yesterday and then through a series of events, I wasn't able to do my uh, uh, recording. But um, And then just today, it happened again. Procrastination showed up. So basically yesterday, I was sitting there and I kind of you know, I woke up, it was Thursday morning, it was Valentine's Day, you know, took the kids to school, that sort of stuff, and then I got back, and usually that's when I start working, you know, doing client work and stuff, <clears throat> but for some reason, I just didn't have it in me, I didn't feel like doing anything, I was like, ah, you know what, I didn't really have anything too pressing to do, and I thought, you know what, I can do that shit tomorrow, all right, so I'm sitting there, I'm putzing around YouTube, putzing around Facebook, you know, just generally wasting time. And then I'm like, oh, okay. And in my head, I'm going, all right, just go up and do some work, get some stuff done, right? May as well do it now rather than later. And I'm like, well, wait a minute. No, you know what I got to go do right now? I got to go get my oil changed on my truck because that is super duper important right now. And so anyway, so I go off, waste an hour, <laughs> $111 later, my oil's all changed, and I'm ready to go. Get back, I'm like, ah, sit down in that recliner, and dang, sucked in again. Started putzing around YouTube, putzing around Facebook. Uh, does any of this stuff sound familiar to you guys out there? I'm sure it probably does, because if you're honest with yourself, step back and look, how many times have you sat there and just intentionally not done what you know needs to get done to move you towards your goal or your vision? Well, this episode is hopefully going to explain to you um, how I overcame that, um, and then also all, and how I overcame it today because I had a slight bout of it this morning, funny enough. Um, so this, this technique, it's kind of synthesized and filtered down and morphed and made from a bunch of different systems and, you know, from Jordan Belfort to Tony Robbins and that sort of stuff. Um, and it was really triggered yesterday when I listened to a podcast by Ed Milet, uh, where he was interviewing Marshall Silver. And the whole title of it was, you know, overcoming procrastination. And that was what actually got me out of my rut yesterday and got me into into my office and started shooting or making another podcast. And then anyways, computer snafus and stuff. So it didn't get out yesterday. So here is the, the basic premise of it. All right. So Marshall Silver and Ed Milet were talking and Marshall had said um, the way to overcome procrastination is just to do something, anything that's working towards that goal and vision that you have, um, which, you know, it sounds great. You know, don't get me wrong. Um, in his situation, he was talking about how he was speaking on stage after, you know, some Tony Robbins type event where there, but he didn't know the speaker before him. So he was like, I'm not really sure what kind of mood he put the crowd in or, you know, and they all had like notebooks and stuff. And he, so he didn't know like what kind of notes they had on the page. So what he said was, to everybody when you first go out there, I want you to go to a fresh page and I want you to write this down and take up the whole page and it says, just do something. And his whole thing was, you know, if you're a writer trying to write a book, 
you know, just do something, write a chapter, write, you know, if you can't write a chapter, write a paragraph. If you can't write a paragraph, just write one freaking word. If you can't write one word, then write the title of the, the uh, chapter, right? So basically just do something because that one little micro commitment, that one little micro action will build upon each other. And if you do enough of these micro actions over time, what happens is, you know, your whole work scope gets done and it makes sense and it's great, you know, and in a service level, you're like, yeah, that's awesome. But here's the problem that I used to run into a lot. And this is, so without this, that little tactic that Marshall taught you isn't really going to work very well. Um, one of the biggest reasons I think a lot of people procrastinate, and I know I used to, um, in what in is in a myriad of things I'd procrastinate in, you know, business, I'd procrastinate in, you know, working out in health. And for the longest time I procrastinated and quitting drinking. And it wasn't until I did this that I was able to, you know, have a successful business. My health really improved and also I quit drinking and quitting drinking as many of you out there may know or may have done or still suffering with. It's not an easy thing to do. Addiction is a fucking tough ass thing to beat, but I did it and I did it with this. And it's basically, I don't really want to say it's a one, two, three, four step process or anything like that because it's, it's just a, a quick little system. And what it is, is, so think of it as basically three levels in order to, in order to, you know, incorporate something like what Marshall says, which is, you know, just do something, you know, it's, it's not one thing to just do something. It kind of has to be working towards a goal or working towards an end vision or something like that, right? Because otherwise just doing something and then you're just doing it for the sake of doing it and it's not really productive or it doesn't really get you towards that life that you want. So first and foremost, you've got to have a vision, a vision of where you want to be. Uh, and there's tons of books out there and tons of methods on how to get there, whether it's the Dan Sullivan question or like in this case, like Jordan Belfort was talking about, you know, having a vision, a, a vision that's compelling to you that makes you want to, you know, go to bed late and wake up early, that sort of stuff. So, but a vision is not enough, right? A vision is great to kind of get you there, you know, get you kind of juiced up and using, you know, to get you motivated. But under up under that vision, you have to have goals, Right. And you can have a, a bunch of goals, right? So say say your vision, like in my vision uh, back when I wanted to quit drinking was this. <coughs> I said, okay, I envisioned myself having a highly, success, highly successful six-figure at least consulting agency, you know, providing digital services and stuff to local businesses, right? And so that was my vision. Now, in, in order to do that, I knew I had to list out the attributes of what that vision was. And that was, you know, obviously I had to be sober. I couldn't, I couldn't be going the way I was. I mean, I was drinking crazy amounts of uh, alcohol and stuff. Literally, and I was a binger. I was like one of these guys, like two or three times a week, I would just tear it up. And I'm talking tear it up like four to five bottles of wine a night, like tear it up, just stupid, right? So it wasn't until I kind of got clear on the vision of what I really wanted. I had to come up with something that was stronger than, and strong enough to pull me forward and toward it, you know, more so than the allure and love of that freaking bottle. So in this particular case, you know, I knew, I knew I was better than what I was, you know, at that particular time. And honestly, at the time I was pretty, you know, high functioning alcoholic. I was, you know, doing about six, seven grand a month, which isn't bad for a drunken buffoon, but I knew there was, you know, there's better than this out there for me. So I came up with a vision, a compelling vision, something that I, I really, really wanted. So it was one thing, you know, it's one thing to want it, but you have to have want. And then you also have to the belief that you can get there. So at the time, you know, I had always wanted to be there, but at the time I didn't believe I could, you know, quit my drinking. So what had happened was I had basically defined out my vision and then I had defined out, it was kind of like the Dan Sullivan question before I even realized what it was, which was uh, one of them, 
one of the parts of it is, you know, define what what is going to happen if I stay on this current course, right? So then what I did is I, you know, mapped out and wrote down and got really raw and really honest with myself on what would happen if I stayed where I was, if I stayed binging three, you know, two or three times a week and just getting completely lit up and drinking just crazy amounts of alcohol, right? Where would I be in another year? Where would I be in two years? Where would I be in three years? And I knew, you know, I knew exactly where I'd be, but it wasn't until I wrote it down and got really emotional with it. And then basically had to get so scared of what that that vision was going to be that it, it drove me towards this other, you know, really positive vision, right? Now, some people are motivated by different things. That's how I got motivated. So there, I got my vision, right? Because that was the thing is procrastination will set in in all kinds of different ways. The drinking was part of my procrastination. It was part of that and part of like self-sabotage, right? Because here's the thing, you know, if I'm a drunken buffoon, then of course I'm never going to make six figures. So then I never have to explain to anybody, you know, oh, I failed. I tried. I failed. I tried. I failed. Because you know what? Hey, I had a built-in excuse, right? So I got rid of the excuses, got a compelling vision. Then after that, I set goals, right? I said, okay, this is what I got to do. I need to develop these habits and do these consistently over time. And then I set goals for like business, you know, I set goals for health. Um, and in health, it was, you know, not only don't drink, it was also, you know, stick to my keto diet, you know, continue powerlifting and that sort of stuff. Um, in business, it was, you know, be consistent with my lead generation, pick better clients, blah, 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 that sort of stuff. So think of it as the, it's going to be three levels. So the first level is vision. The second level is goals. The goals are what support and get you to that vision, right? So all these different goals that I set for, you know, health, wealth, um, and personal come up under the vision. They, they comprise the vision. Then under those goals, you have to have action steps, right? So almost micro goals. And these micro goals are what, you know, you perform them and they're going to get you to where you need to be. And then that is where you can use this whole Marshall Silver thing. This is where it ties back to the first part where... Marshall Silver was saying, you know, just do something. So in this case, if you already have your vision written down, your goals written down, and you know the act and your action steps down that you have to take to get there, at that point, if that vision is compelling enough for you, it's not going to be as hard to sit there and take one next step, right? To take that little step, you know? And then in my case, you know, back then it was, you know, okay, my first step was let's not drink today, Okay. Then next day it was let's not drink today, and then the overall scheme was let's not drink this week, and then let's not drink in the next week, and then let's not drink this month, and then you build it out. So I knew these action steps, right? And I had to build in little micro steps to keep me from doing that sort of stuff. So I'd have to, you know, work out, do things to basically take my mind off and focus on my business and stuff. So that is where this Marshall uh, approach to just do something can fit into there. But the key is you've got to have your vision, you've got to have your goals, and you've got to have your action steps mapped out. And I'm talking mapped out, you know, whether it's in a, you know, a spreadsheet on Google Docs, or in my case, I had, I'm, I'm a, like a actual writing things down. I have tons of notebooks. Um, hold on a second. And that, I'm the type, sorry for that little interruption, but um, yeah, so anyways, I'm the type of person that likes to write things down in journals, right? I'm a very, I'm a pen and ink kind of guy. There's something about that, you know, gets to me and then I can revisit it, visit my notebooks, go back through, you know, taking notes, rereading notes and stuff. So, but you have to get this stuff out of your head and into some kind of medium that you can revisit it daily. And I'm, you know, for me personally, like it was daily. I had to, for me to, to stick to that vision, I had to review that 
bad like future that I had written down for me to keep that fear because I was I was motivated by fear. So I had to constantly inject myself with that fear to move me towards that vision and get me to take that action, right? So then I would I'd be sitting there thinking, you know, oh, I get the thirst, man. Ooh, the devil's water would be great right now. And then I'm sitting there thinking about it, but I had to have the vision and then I had to have the, the both the negative vision and the positive vision of where I wanted to be. But I had to keep the negativity there to push me out of that, you know, um, the cravings that I would get. Um, and now here it is like what, three years later. And I don't even, I don't even think about it. I actually laugh at it because it was so, such a weak position to be in <laughs> and for no good reason either. So anybody out there struggling with addiction, I feel your pain. I don't mean to make uh, light of it or anything like that, but I will tell you it's, you can't overcome it. Cause trust me, if I can do it, anybody can do it. Um, I drank for whew, when I'm 40, Coming up, I'm 45, so up until about, what, 42-ish, I drank from since I was about 13, 12, 13 years old, and yeah, so it, it wasn't like a, it wasn't a, a little side hobby, it was my identity, and I overcame it, so you can too, and if you ever have any questions, shoot me an email, I'd be happy to chat with you about it, uh, but anyways, getting back to the whole overcoming procrastination, so that, I think, is the key to overcoming procrastination, is you've got to have a vision that is compelling, then you got to have goals in place that will get you to that vision, right? And then under those goals, you have got to have the action steps, like and literally list them out. So for instance, if you are a digital marketing consultant, you know, helping local businesses and your goal is, so your vision is to be, you know, independently wealthy, financially free. Under that, you have your goal that supports that vision is I want to have a digital agency that has, you know, the services companies doing web design, okay? So then under the action steps of that goal, you have to have all the different action steps that are going to go into making that end goal of having that agency a reality. So what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to have goals for lead generation, have goals for fulfillment, have goal steps for uh, sales, right? So it may be, maybe your next step is going to be developing your lead generation materials, developing your lead lists, or maybe developing your sales, you know, uh, protocols. So then you got to go, you know, that's when you got to, you know, just keep breaking everything down until you have these nice chunk down steps that are much more easier to digest and they don't cause that procrastination demon to pop up because holy crap, now it's down in manageable chunks. I can do that one little thing right there. I can do this one thing. I can go look for five emails and send out this email that I wrote last week because I decided to overcome that procrastination demon. Right? Then you start building on these and these little micro steps, micro commitments and micro actions build on each other. And the next thing you know, you're sitting there in your six-figure agency and you're going, ha, holy crap, consistency over time, my friend. That is the key to success in anything. But it all does start with having that compelling vision, your goals and your action steps. So I hope, oh yeah, your vision, your goals, your action steps, and then incorporating like what Marshall said. When you're feeling that procrastination demon, think of that vision, just do one thing. Just one thing. doesn't have to be big. Just one micro step in that direction because what you're going to see is momentum will start building. Your whole energy will change. As simple as yesterday, when I actually got up to come up here, my energy had changed. Now, yeah, I ran into technical difficulties and wasn't able to do it, but I just ran into it again today. And I said, you know, my computer was running slow. I said, screw it. I'm going to sit here and figure out how to make it faster. So I did. And then after that, I was like, well, now what? And then I was trying to think of other things to do. And I'm like, no, screw it. Go record this freaking episode, dude. So then I said, in my head, I said, well, what is my vision? My vision is to have a podcast and have a side business or, you know, side consultancy or side coaching business, 
helping people get to where I am. You know, build a successful six-figure business where it changes your life and you get the freedom to do whatever the hell you want. You actually get the freedom to procrastinate, which is kind of an odd thing, you know. So then when I thought of that, that I used that vision to get me motivated to get up here and, shoot, and record this podcast for you. So and that's all it took. It took like me thinking of the vision, then taking the one micro commitment, you know, which was getting up out of my recliner and then start coming up here, turn on the computer, get it fired up writing out real quick the the little hook points that I want to talk about. And then from there, it was just a matter of hitting record and then talking. So, but it all started with that doing just one thing. So anyways, that's it for today. I hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions, comments, anything like that, feel free to shoot me an email at crushitoffline at gmail.com. Again, my name is Chris and this is a crushitoffline.com podcast. Y'all have a great day. Thanks so much for listening. Be sure to rate and subscribe. Now listen, I know this online game can be frustrating. You know it's a path to financial freedom. You feel like you're close. You're just not quite sure what step to take next. Myself and many of the most successful people in business agree, having a coach or a second set of fresh eyes looking at your situation and map out a clear path for you can leave huge gains and literally transform your business overnight. If you feel stuck and would like an 18-year veteran of the game personally help you get the clarity you need and put a plan in place to crush your business goals, then be sure to visit crushitoffline.com forward slash help me Chris. That's crushitoffline.com forward slash help me Chris. And there, you can book a time on my calendar for a 15-minute to clarity call and get the clarity that you need to crush your goals in life and in business. So again, go ahead and visit crushitoffline.com forward slash help me Chris to book your 15-minute clarity call. Thanks again for listening. Look forward to hearing from you. Look forward to helping you out. Talk soon.